That he feeling the real idiosyncratic guy. He feeling real good. Uh, all right, let's get into this episode, the idiosyncratic guy podcast. Um, if if you can hear the heat in the back, uh, it's not loud, but I just had to put it on because, uh, well, it's that season approaching us. Season I hate the most, winter. Uh, which is ironic because I was born in the winter, but I hate it. I hate snow. I hate cold. Uh, I hate all weather conditions, really, but uh, I really hate the winter. That's like a real hate, hate, hate thing. But, um, yeah, I'm here. I'm back. Well, I'm saying I'm back like I don't be on here every week. But, um... Basically, I just want to go over what I've been going through this week uh, before I start off with anything. New Connects, definitely uh, supported by iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and TuneIn. So you can now listen to me on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, freaking iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and uh, TuneIn. I was going to say iTunes twice. Uh, more to come. More to come. Uh, but, uh, salute to those connects. Um, my bad. I'm trying to make sure this heat is right. I, mean, I got I to got buy a coat, too. I'm definitely not a rocking. I'm not a, if you know me now, I'm not a coat person. But I think I'm going to actually wear a coat. And some Tim's. I'm not a boot person either, but um, definitely gonna cop those soon. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely cop some of the Tim's and a coat, maybe like a pea coat or something. I don't really. I think the last time I wore a, like a winter coat was oh, I want to say ten years ago, but it's probably further than that. I was at the North Face with the fur, <laughs> the fur hoodie. I actually like that. I wish I still had pictures of me in there, but that was, yeah. I think I'm, that, that, that should be what I, I might cop that. I might. I'm going to look into that. But um, I want to really start this off with music I was listening to. Uh, there's uh, three people I know or know of, all three of them. And um, I definitely want to play the music that they each dropped something new recently. Uh, two EPs, one just a song. I'm going to play all three and give my opinion on the whole thing on it. Uh, there's no favoritism here. I'm just playing it because I like it. I definitely let people know. Well, everybody know me. They know I definitely get mine. But even if we're close, especially if we're close, if we're close and you're putting out some type of art, you know, majority of time people come to me for their opinion because they want honest opinions, which that's how I want it. Like with this podcast, I really appreciate all the positive uh, feedback I get. Um, I haven't gotten anything negative, which I know this sounds weird, but it kind of scared me. I was waiting for, but it's probably out there. It just haven't reached me directly, per se. But who knows? Um, 
but no, um, the positivity, keep it coming. I really appreciate that. I'm getting back the feedback that I wanted, and I would, I guess I'll say expect it, because I knew what I was doing when I decided to go down this route. Um, my last episode, I was uh interview with Hoodie. That was definitely fun. That interview turned to a session, and I appreciate DJ Boston giving me that chance to speak on uh, why I want to do this, and I think it's really fun, like, just being on the other side. Like, I'm not saying I interview people, but, you know, I'm just being on the other side. It's just fun. Uh, but, yeah, let me get into this music real quick. Uh, let's see where we going at. I right, saw so the first one I'm going to play is from Kenneth Clark. is off his uh, new EP. I want to make sure I say, uh, say this right before, because I, I, I don't want to get nobody's stuff cor- incorrect. But um, his new EP, uh, AWOL, and it stands for Another Way of Living. That's dope. <laughs> Go AWOL. But um, now this song, this is one of the songs I like off of there, Thinking of You. Think of you, I'm sorry. I said thinking, think of you. I'm I'm being real direct. Uh Kenneth Clark, think of you, I'm gonna play that. You know, y'all listen to it, I'm gonna give my opinion and everything on it. So here we let's get into this. Get a word from you is perfect 
giving you all of me is the least I can offer to you. You're worth it. Yeah, so that was Kenneth Clark, Think of You, off his uh, EP, AWOL, Another Way of Living. Um, I personally know him. Um, me and him, we go back. Uh, same hometown. It was, um, I'm not going to go down, like, history between me and him. I just want to give a direct opinion on his EP and everything. I, th- I thought it was cool. Um, it's six, it's six, I believe, six tracks, uh, that, uh, Think of You, and there's another one called Not Alone, I should have had him send that one to me, too, I wasn't even thinking, um, that, I like those two, those, uh, those are, I'll say my two favorites off, out of the six, so, um, but yeah, the reason I like this song is, um, I like songs that speak to me. And kind of, you know, time to time, I think of special ladies in my life. And when I say special ladies, the uh, potential bays or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I like it. Um, what I do like about Kenneth is that, and I told him this when I let, finished listening to his mixtape, I like that he have his own unique voice because nowadays you come into... Uh, situation music wise and the first thing you think I think it's kind of just how we are we think like oh this person sound like this person but I can't think of nobody he sound like I'm sure there's people out there that's going to say different but he don't sound like anybody and and I'm glad that he found his own voice like he's not mimicking anybody he's not you know no one can say Kenneth Clark sounds like this guy, and I think that's important. So, um, that song, thank you. I, I like that song. Is uh, 
really sp- speaks to me. It is, it's definitely something. And I think his whole mixtape is very upbeat. There's no slow jams on there. So I was trying to find another word, really. I think slow jams. Because nowadays, all kind of music is upbeat, per se, or mostly R&B. But, uh, yeah, his is upbeat. No songs I could... Uh, really lay down and relax to it but it does have a nice relaxing vibe if that makes sense yeah it does make it like there's nothing there's, there's no now nah, you can make love you can make love to any song I've seen people make love to Doodle Brown so um but yeah it's just real upbeat uh definitely uh the beats I'm saying uh cause I'm trying to find the right words uh, but there's a lot of upbeat uh, records on it. Pretty much all of them and this one and Not Alone. Not Alone spoke to me too. I'm kind of disappointed I didn't tell him to send me that so I could play it for you guys. But if you want to listen to it, he is on. Let me pull up the sources. I, I listen to him on Apple Music. Uh, he's on Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, Salute, Amazon, Pandora. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think his uh, the way it looked like. I think Spotify is the main one. You could go hit his link on his Instagram, Kenneth Clark, and uh, I'll put the links on later on as well. So that was um, the first one. He dro- he just he just recently dropped it too, so it's new. Uh, so let's get on to the second one. This one is called Only from Function. Let me pull that up real quick. So I'm going to let y'all listen. Now I'm giving my point of view on it and everything. And No. Oh, just in the heat, too. Like That's one thing that's... A, weird about me per se when I got the heat on or something I always change it up I turn it up turn it down I don't know I'm never satisfied (sighs) reasons why I'm single but um anyway yeah let me get to function song called only Yeah. 
side Think I got a chillin' in the ride Don't be fuckin' shit, I gotta hide Got him lurkin' on my timeline Like no lie, no lie, no lie mm, We got them lookin' so crazy mm, Told that bitch not to be lazy function song only that song i really enjoyed that's a good that's a song you could vibe to you chilling in the car with a chick or do whatever your preference is and like why y'all, like because a lot of times i'll be chilling in the car and talking to somebody had music playing in the background but not too loud you know low enough to where it's like you can hear it but it's like it won't mess up the vibe of the combo that's the song that you could definitely play behind the scenes of Yacombo. And as well, I like the first line of that song as well. It says, uh, I love when you curve them niggas. That's a, that's a dope line. Well, for us guys that, that love women, because not every guy loves women. Because um, yeah, that's what we look for in women. We want, you know, the ones that curve other dudes, not entertaining them. So, um... That that first line that where I felt that so I I know of Function I was about to say his real name um, so we from the same town um well a lot of mutual friends met met him I think like twice yeah twice I believe probably more than that I'm just thinking like mainly twice you know um, back in my partying house days they should bring that back though. Um, but yeah, uh, I like that. That was definitely a good song. I like his old EP. Uh, let me pull. I, I believe the EP is called Island. I'm about to pull that up as well. Uh, yeah, it's called Island. Um, he uh, songs. Yeah, my bad. I, should, I know I should be really prepared, but um, I don't care. I'm preparing this and make, make good content. But, uh, yeah, I was about to play this song over on my phone. But, uh, I think he got six on his, too. That way his, uh, got six. I'm still trying to pull it up. On. I want to give, like, exactly. But it's like six of them. Like, that, Destiny, Tales from the Velt. Salute to the Velt. Well, 
not everybody, just the fella in general. I don't rock with everybody, and it's just the people I rock with. But um, for those who don't know, the Vell is Roosevelt, Long Island. We got a lot of talent coming out of there. Yeah, we got we got a lot of talent out there. Like people people sleep on us, but uh, our success is gonna wake them up. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm still uh, clicking away and stuff. Yes, like I said, six. He got six of them on there, and uh, that was only Destiny. I like Tales from the Felt. And I Island, I like that song too. Just a young nigga from the island. Like he got those right around the whip at night when you just thinking or you just chilling. He got those type of songs on his joint. He it, it's like he got a, a R&B trap kind of vibe with him. So I definitely uh, should go check him out. Like I said, uh, EP Island. Uh, that one he released uh, I believe his past I was listening to that driving around the other day um, uh, that, 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 I'm trying to see any other in his you can catch him at Function 516 Function 516 yeah just had to pull that up make sure everything is correct I think you can listen to his on let me go see I listen to his on SoundCloud. Uh, um, about the, he got a website. I'm about to pull it up and show where. So Apple Music, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Tidal. So, yep, that's his uh, resume. So, let me pull this up. Now, the next one Asia Renee. She uh, <clears throat> dropped a new song. Uh, Damn vibe. About to pull that up real quick too, and I'm actually have her info ready at the song plays. But uh, let me roll the tape. Wait, roll the tape. That's movies. But whatever, y'all get what I mean. Right in front of 
me, yeah, I dreamt that Said I was gon' get you when I got you, yeah, I meant that Now we in this bed and I just wanna where your head at, head at Texting bitches dead that, leave her once you read that Smoking Cali red eye, I When I'm with you, it's a damn vibe, I When I'm with you, it's a damn vibe, I Can't explain it, it's a damn vibe, I When I'm with you, it's a damn vibe, damn vibe, isn't yours and if you miss it it ain't yours it ain't yours they can't have it if it's yours if it's yours and it's coming if it's yours it's coming damn vibe damn vibe I know it's true it's a damn vibe it's a vibe Survive, it's a vibe. I'm alive, I'm alive. You're a star, baby, shine. That was Asia Renee, uh, damn five. Asia Renee, Asia Renee. I met her, actually, I met her this year, actually. Um, f- uh, what was that, 4th of July? Yeah, 4th of July. Um, heard this song, she just released, I believe, this this week. No, no, this past week. Um, I, I like her voice. I told her that when I first listened to her, because when I first met her, I... Uh, I was told, like, yeah, she sings, so, like, on the spot. We was at a, a get-together, and I listened to her music on the spot. I put my earphones in, went to her SoundCloud, just listened to her. And I always told her, like, I, I like her voice. And I did something I don't like, and I had to clean it up later. I told her she reminded me of Janae Eichel, but not in sound-wise, just because I like girls who... You know, vibe like dudes kind of like give that. You know, it's not like they singing like they the damsel in distress. And I like Adrian, they give that vibe. So she put that in her music, and you could tell from this song. This other song she got, um, listen on the SoundCloud, uh, Asia Renee. Renee is spelled R E N A E on the N A E. See, I, I always mess that up because I'm used to Renee being R E N E E or R E N E. So, Asia A S I A and Renee R E N A E. So, uh, go check her out on that. Um, not to play favoritism or anything. This one is kind of old, but I'm gonna definitely uh play another one from her. This this is something one of my favorites from her. This is. She released this a while back, but I just want to play it now. So this one is from her. It's called Slow Down. Definitely uh, one of my favorites from her. So uh, let me plug that out right now. Yeah. 
Definitely uh, one of my favorites from uh, Slow Down. I told her this. Um, she came. She was on my uh, podcast uh, early episodes. Uh, R and B wise, you can go check that out. I told her this the the beat that her producer, Luta producer, and I, I believe it's the same guy. Um, I'll let I'll let y'all check it out when y'all go play. Yeah, like I said, Adriana A S I A R E N A E. Got it right, see? Ah, I know she like, yeah, he got it right. <laughs> but um, he sampled that from uh, Donkey Kong Country, the video game. Uh, it's called Aquatic Ambience. That's what he sampled. I like. I think that's dope when uh, producers, beat makers, they sample stuff from video games. Cause video games have some dope beats and stuff. So salute to him. Um, I don't know. I, mean, I I would plug him in, but I don't know his information. I'll let her handle that when y'all go check her out so um oh yeah that, uh, i told you that's the soundcloud um connect with her uh asia renee music uh asia renee music everything spelled how it sounds um a-s-i-a-r-e-n-a-e-m-u-s-i-c um 
Yeah, but those are the three people that I listened to recently. Gave them a check out. She don't have an EP right now. I'm sure she's working on that. But these are the songs she's releasing right now. I believe she's been recently doing live shows. I haven't been able to make them. Uh, I mean, it's really a thing of been busy. But, I, I mean, everybody can say they're real busy, but... I, I I could try to make time, but eh, what do I know? But um, that's actually what I'm gonna roll into. This is um, I want to talk about is uh, just what I've been doing this whole week. Besides, you know, listening to this music. And by the way, if anybody got any music they want me to listen to and critique on anything, or just Toss it out there. I'm I'm down to listen. If it's whack, I'm gonna let you know. Obviously, that's what every that's the most political thing people say. If it's whack, I'm gonna let you know. But just understand, we all have our own opinions. Y'all might even find those three people that I just played to be whack. But that's the name of the game. Um, but like I was saying this week, uh, I was just um, working a lot. Like I worked a lot. I did a lot of overtime. My check is going to look okay, and I say okay because no matter how much overtime you do, taxes take that. They rape it all, and they try to make you feel better so you'll get it back in tax season. You really don't. So, but, I mean, it's just been keeping me consistent. And um, like I said earlier, I got new connects. I've been working on that, just getting myself out there. Working on – I got to work on promoting myself better, just bettering my craft and – you know, get people to listen and everything. So, uh, that's what it's been going with. Like, work, work's been work. Um, it's just my nine to five, the way I make my bread. Um, work is shitty. Uh, the work is work, work is shitty. That's what I tell everybody when they ask me how's work. I think that's the dumbest question to ask. I stopped asking that, like, probably, like, a good year and a half ago. I, I stopped asking people that kind of question, how's work? Like, I don't think anybody would ever give the answer, oh, my God, work was stupendous. It's really just, we just there to make money. That's it. Um, other people have other objectives, which is what I want to get into. Um, at my job now, me personally, I always keep in my head now, I apply for this job because I need to pay bills and everything. You know what? What I commonly think everyone apply for a job for. I mean, because we work for money, it's not like we're doing it for free. Because in that case, we'll be down with charities or create our own. I think some people forget that as they become sociable with people, and they forget that they're there for money first, first and foremost. Like that's the main reason you're there, and I feel like that. At my job, like a lot of people, they're more focused on being liked and speaking their opinion to their people who they, I don't know, they consider them friends, but then they say they're not friends, but then you're acting like friends. I don't know. I'm just different. People who have worked with me in the past, I always walk into every new job the same way. I don't speak to nobody or something that. I'm sociable, but I'm selective with it. I'm selectively social. So... I'm going to speak to you, you know, hello, how you doing this and that, you know, and um, a professional advice I got from someone was when you speak to people, acknowledge them by names. So I always try to get to learn names and go like that. 
at my current job, there's a cool, there's cool people there. There's um, any that I would hang out with outside of work, probably like one to like two or three. And that's just me thinking off top. But the reason what I'm trying to get at is people forget you're there for money. And I never forget that because my thing is, listen, work is work. You want to kick, you want to get to know me better, kick me outside of work. But you have to establish a type of personality for me to be like, all right, you're cool. Let's let's kick it outside of work. People in there, they throw their business out there, then other people use it on them later. And there's a lot of, you know, one of my, one of the dudes I work with, he pointed this out, which I already knew anyway, which is pretty common in every workplace. But there's a lot of shady people in these workplaces. So y'all got to be careful on who y'all really mingle with because they will tell your business. And I can honestly say, unless these people at my job listen to my podcast, which I wouldn't mind, uh, listen, a listener's a listener, but... They don't know me on a personal note. Only, like, I would say one person, because I, like, I recently just really started chopping it up with him. He's a real cool dude. I would say his name. I would say his name. I don't know if he want me to put his name out there, but, you know, salute to my guy. Um, but other than that, it's like, I'm not telling you nothing personal. Like, I hate when people ask personal questions about you. And it's like, why you want to know this? We're not going to kick it outside of work. You know what I mean? And it's like, on top of that, people are really... I'm, like, It's like they have personality disorders. Not just at my current job. Just kind of most jobs. We all have that one or two corridors. Like, yo, I would never kick it with them. And it's like maybe a different outside of work, but it's like, but what they're displaying at work kind of says a lot about them. Like, if you complain, I'm I'm very, the type of person I am is I'm not going to complain about something if it's not going to change. And I do understand that some people, they have the notion of complaining, complaining, complaining until something is done. But, I mean, some things I just kind of leave it because at the end of the day, I don't own my workplace. I don't own the company, nothing. So I'm not going to complain too much to trying to make a change out of it. Like, I'm here to make money, follow these guidelines to make money, and then I'm out. I clock in, clock out, lunch in between, break in between. It's, it's pretty much this is it. It's not like I'm near, I'm recording this podcast, or I'm having fun. I, I can't even, well... I can drink, but not legally at the job. It's like, this is not a social thing for me. So it's like, you get what you get. And, you know, you get my professional side. And uh, it's funny, one of my coworkers, he said, he knows I never complain. I told him I complain is for wussies. But I, it's like, why complain? Like, it, clearly, who's ever in charge, they're not smart. That's one thing about my job. Anybody that work at my job not just my location, but just the company, notice that who's ever in charge that's coming up with these ideas, the way they operate is if they come up with a new plan and the plan doesn't work, instead of thinking, all right, let's go back to the old way, they'll come up with another new plan and it'll be worse than the one that they just created. And it's, it's, it's run by dummies. So it's pointless to complain about something. I don't complain about... 
nothing that I can't change. Because my thing is, once I make a complaint, a change is going to happen. And if it don't happen, I remove myself. So you got people that's at, this is my current job. You got people that's been there for 30 plus years complaining, complaining, complaining about how it used to be, how it should be, this and that. First and foremost, none of them want to go up to any type of management position, which I think is dumb that you're complaining about how things is working, but you don't want to be that change. So you're basically just whining all the time. You basically, you're basically, yes, I'm going to use this reference. You're basically that slave that's complaining about being a slave and how slaves should work, but you don't want to take the opportunity to run the, 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 I'm trying to find the right words. I don't want to say the wrong thing. But if you listen, you get what I'm saying. Like, I personally don't want to man because, like I said, I don't see myself running this job, running this company. I don't want to run this job or company. So, thus, I don't complain because I don't care. Like, I'm really there. As long as nobody cross me, then I'm cool. And I have, you know, I have patience. I definitely... Um, learned a lot in this year and I definitely you know I'm used to just going over I go off when things come at me personally even when in my last job location I would go off on people when it's affecting me personally like when you come at me personally that's when I care professionally I, I, I mean professionally you all mess with my money but I can maneuver around that. But if you come at me personally, then we got problems. Especially if you don't know me personally. And if you do know me personally, you trying to handle a personal situation at a job, then that's something wrong with you. And that's what I think I come to a conclusion that a lot of people that operate like that, they don't have no lives outside that job. So it's like that job is their life. My job is in my life. I have a life outside of that job, and I'm going to continue to live my life outside of that job. So, and um, I'm going to do it for people who work like me. Don't, you know, you look at it, like I said earlier, your overtime really going to uh, the taxes. Uh, it's, it's a, I saw this uh, a meme Somebody posted. This was a while. I had this saved in my phone for a long time, and I sent it to my old partner, who, uh, you know, she was telling me she'd been working a lot lately and stuff, and she tired and everything. And I told her, uh, "Where is I want? I'm gonna pull it up." Um, I sent it. It said, "It said you killing yourself for a job that will replace your ass within a week if you drop dead. Take care of yourself." And I think that's the most important thing. Like, take care of yourself first. Always take care of yourself first. Like, your health, everything. Because just like the meme said, when you die, it's, it's done. Like, they not going to care. And like, my job, they they really not going to care. Like, because it, it take me back to earlier this year. Uh, I lost a dear close friend of mine. Rest in peace, Julie. I, I was disappointed in my job, how they operated. I'm going to give y'all... Uh, I think it's the first time I'm going to speak about it publicly. Um, when she passed away, she um, the way it went, um, I just got off work. And I got a text from my guy, my guy Jamal. And he said, yo, George, um, when you get the, when you get the, call me when you get this. Something like that. Like, hit me up ASAP. So when I called them. Uh, he told me she passed away. Now, mind you, I'm just getting off work, and then 
uh, what made it worse is that I had to be back at work in like three, four in the morning. So I'm getting off work at like six thirty-seven. Then I gotta come home to this bad news. Then to go back to work. So um, when he told me, I was just kind of like my head space is mad. So I, I, anybody who know me, like when somebody die, I'm, I'm either to myself or I'm with the people that I was close with the person. As close as I am with that person. So I told him, like, I didn't want to sit on the phone and talk. So I was like, yo, I'm coming to your crib. I went to this house. We were just sitting there chopping it up about, you know, what traditionally people do when somebody dies. Why is these motherfuckers talking so loud? God, I hate these motherfuckers behind me. But um, I went to freaking Jamel house. We chopping up, talking about, you know, Julie and everything. And it was just crazy, like, how it happened. Because the last text I sent her, I'm going to pull it up. I still, I still got her text and everything. I'm never deleting this. But um, she told me she was sick and she had a cold. So I'm telling her, like, you know, get, um, like, I always tell people they have a cold, so I drink tea. Because that's what I do. I drink a lot of tea, third, fourth. I just, like, try to flush it out. So I'm telling her this. And she said she in the hospital, so... um. I'm like, text her, you feeling better? She said, no. And the last text I sent her was, did you ever leave the hospital? So I'm going to touch on that a little later. Um, so that night, I stayed I stayed with him for like three hours. We just talking. Like, it was just rough. And so I go to work the next day. And I'm like in a basket. But nobody knows because like, I didn't tell nobody. Like, my friend just died. And I just kind of. I was just to myself. I was just hoping nobody really bothered me. And being that I went in that early that day, I would leave early, so it was it wasn't a problem. So um, when I got off, uh, I was just you know thinking about stuff like, yeah, let me see how things gonna work and this and that, yada yada. So I'm looking at it like, I right, let me see how things operate. I'm going to take this time. I'm waiting for her family because, you know, when somebody died, their family is the one that take charge of what's going on and everything. Her family was handling things. And I'm waiting, like, okay, let me get a hit up when the film going to be. But I'm like, yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put in. Like, I want to help out as much as I can. I've done so many funerals, like, you know, my father, my uncle, my grandfather, like, I'm used to all this crap, so. I thought he gave me a look. I was about to, yo, I'm telling you, there's some people behind me. I thought he gave me a look, fam. Like, yo, I get, I thought he gave me a look. I was about to interrupt this. I don't, I don't like that, but anyway, back to my story. I, I, I got to see. All right, let me get back to my story, because. I get ignorant here real quick. This is going to turn into a whole brawl. Like, y'all going to hear some audio of me fucking somebody up. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, <sighs> Usa, Kuna Matata. Kuna Matata, Black Lives Matter. Anyway, so I'm, like, waiting to hear, like, hit-ups. And um, I got in touch with her best friend. And, you know, she's telling me, like, what really went down. Because I'm like, how, how I went from I got a cold to you're dead. Like, I'm I'm all the way lost. So I'm showing the uh, best friend 
the text I sent her. So she told me basically when I went after I told her like drink tea and all that, and when I was hitting her up and she wasn't responding, she wasn't able to respond. So I'm just like, damn, like I didn't know that because, and that's why I tell people all the time when someone's not responding to you. Don't always look at it as a curve. You never know what's going on. That's why I give people the benefit of doubt. I teach that to my moms all the time. Like, when she like, oh, well, this person didn't call me back. Like, Ma, you never know what could be happening. Because if I had that mindset, I would have been dogging somebody who's on their deathbed. Like, she's on her deathbed. I'm like, oh, she can't text me back. She's not my friend. I mean, that's that's a childish mentality anyway, but. I mean, I just, you know, should operate like that, per se. So, um, so you know, I'm waiting, wait, wait. So, after, it was like a week passed, and it was like no hit up or nothing. So, I figured, you know, I'm not going to put too much personal business out there about her family, but nobody was making moves. And we was even, uh, and I said we as her friends was even ready, like we scavenged money up and everything. Like, we'll pay for it, but at the end of the day, the family has to do, they they have to do, a funeral not going to let the friends take care of it. The family has to, you know, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, give permission for the friends to use the body because they, they, they give I'm trying to find out, but they give the body to the family, so the family's in in charge of the body. So it's like I was giving them benefit of doubt too, because see, what people don't know is when my friend died, she was pregnant. A week before her pass, her grandmother, who was the closest person to her, she passed away. So it's like they in the same hospital the grandmother passed. Um, then. I say I think it was two days before she passed, before my friend passed, her baby died, and then she died after. So it's like all these things is in my head. And I'm trying to think like, damn, did she know her grandmother's in the hospital with her, the same hospital, and she died? Did she maybe that put stress on her, or you know, then her baby dying and that put? It was like all these things came in my head, and just the type of person that Julie was. She shouldn't have went down like that. It, it just really sucked the way she went out. And those are one of those things where I do question God because I'm like, yo, why did she go out like that? Like, that's just, that wasn't cool to me. So, um, fast forward uh, about a, what, a week after I get a text from her best friend telling me that the funeral raised and everything. So, I call, I, I text, um... Basically, the assistant manager, if you want to call it, is a different name for her at my job, but I don't want to say because I'm going to try to give away where I work. But I, I text her, and I'm like, hey, yeah, my friend passed away, her funeral and stuff. I just want to take a week off so I can handle this funeral and everything. Now, I understand before I continue on, the, uh, the thing is they usually do stuff for, like, close family and everything, but... I feel like that shouldn't matter. Like, it shouldn't just be, oh, your your intimate family. It shouldn't be like that. Like, you know, the immediate ones. And it should be if you really affected. Because some people are closer to their friends than they are family. So, you know, the assistant manager passes to the manager. And the manager, uh, I'm going to get this correct. She, she, she. Texts me first, 
And then she calls me. Now, what she's saying her text is different than what she's saying. And on the phone call, on the text, she's saying she can't let me take off, this and that. But on the phone call, she's like, man, I really need you. If you could just, like, take a few days off and try to work around it, um, you know, during your work days or your off day, that would be good. Now, I'm laughing because I'm like, y'all barely let me get any time to myself. I'm working all day from from open to close there. So what are you talking about? Like, But I'm like, whatever. So I told her I would come in. The f- let me take one day off because I got this news on a Sunday. The f- funeral was on Thursday, so I told her I'll take Monday off, but then I'll come in Tuesday. But then I'm taking the rest Wednesday, Thursday, all of that off. Said okay. Fast forward, the bitch lied. <laughs> she said she never said that. It's that, and she played it well. You know, all liars they like to play it well because. She did it. She said no. Remember, she said no through text, but then she said it on the phone. So I didn't have any proof that she said she confirmed that I can do that. But whatever. And that's why I go. My whole point of saying all this because it's like this friend. She worked at the same job as I did, and it's like this is how you know. This is how they treated it. Even well, I haven't been at my friend worked at my old location. I haven't been there since I left, but. I know damn well, and I said this all the time, they was walking around with some card, and I really wish I saw that card, because I swear one person, who not even just one person, anybody that would have wrote on that card, like, oh, rest in peace, and my condolences to the family, and they didn't fuck with her, I definitely would have crossed their name out. And it's like, because people get so fake when somebody dies. It's always, oh, oh, yes, and like, and I'm going to pull up, because... At the time, I didn't have no social media, and um, where is that? And the funny thing is, on one of her statuses, because I would use my cousin Facebook to write on her page after she died and stuff, and then I would convert it to another coworker that knew her, use her Facebook to write on her stuff, and one of the status that my friend Julie Pet wrote which I think is so dope. This is one of her last statuses she wrote. She wrote, March 4th at 8.55 p.m., Juliana wrote, if I do not talk to you every day, I am not on any level obligated to tell you what's going on in my life unless you're my closest circle or family. Why am I going to attempt to text if somebody texts if somebody who never even says hi, fuck out of here. Miss me with that BS. I would tag you, but you deleted me. You get the screenshot soon, and all I want you to look at this. And then she put the middle finger up. And that's how I kind of went with it, like, ever since she passed. Like, if you don't rock with me on a regular, I have no obligation to tell you anything. And I want to make sure that when those people at that job... They say, I never saw the card. And Jamel, he played it smart. He he had two separate cards, one for her closest friends. Well, let me not say he had two separate. The other card was made by other people. But I really, to this day, I, if I ever see that card, I, I, I know that motherfuckers is fake with that shit. Because I remember, what was it, like a year or two ago, it was some guy that I used to work, we used to work with named... Um, 
Never, I ain't gonna say his name because he's dead. That would make me wild pussy to talk about him. But when he died, now I wasn't cool with him. So when you dead, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, my condolences. So they walked around with the car, and they tried to pass me, and I was like, nah. And they was like, wow, you're not gonna sign. I was like, nah, I wasn't cool. And they was like, but still, it's not for him. It's for his family. You show condolences. While I show condolences to his family, I'm not cool with him. I don't know if I knew them and I was cool with them, then I would show my condolences to them because losing somebody else. But I'm not cool with him, and I don't know his family, so it's like there's it's pointless for me to sit there and be like, I'm sorry for your loss. I don't care. Like I'm not cool with you. So and then. I seen a bunch of people who even stated, oh, I wasn't cool with him, but I mean, it's just showing, no, you not cool with them, why are you showing any type of condolences, like, so I wanted to make sure nobody did no shit like that with you, because there was a lot of people, and then when the funeral came, a lot of them motherfuckers wasn't even there, like, and I came late, not my fault, Jamel, it was Jamel's fault, Jamel's fault, we were late because of him, but... They didn't even come, so it's like, come on, dog. Like, y'all, y'all talked all this smacking. And I'm sure everybody used well, I had to work that day and all that crap. Bullshit. Bullshit. Because y'all could have either came during the wake or the funeral. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, people just, I, I didn't want her to become some type of trend. So that's why I didn't, I only, and ever since then, I only kept in contact with people that hit me up when she passed because people knew we were close and only a few people, Jamel, Ginger, Rosharia, um, Dawn, and of course my boy, last but never least, my guy Just, they all hit me up. And other than that, nobody else hit me up. So I haven't really kept in contact with nobody outside of those names that I just named because it's like, Y'all didn't show no love or nothing like that. And I don't look for that, but that does play a factor. Because it's like, y'all knew we was close. That was like, come on, man. And I even, t- I would constantly ask Jamel, like, who asked about her? Like, you know, because he, he just like me, he he was making sure nobody was on no bullshit or nothing. And he wanted to make sure nobody who didn't rock well like that act funny. But, you know, rest in peace to her, her lot. She definitely touched a lot of lives and, um. You know, it's just really so. That's why I say take care of yourself first because, like, you kill yourself for a job and everything and you end up dead and they will replace you like there's nothing. So that's definitely, um, I went, and the reason I brought her because I went to go see her grave, which is what I wanted to say about her family. I think they're really fucked up individuals. I don't care who hear this and feel away. You can pull up George Cruz, the idiosyncratic guy. I mean, trust me, they, they'll find a way. They'll find a way to me. I'm the dude that I, when I post on other people, post on her shit from other people's accounts, I definitely left my name and stuff. Come find me. You feel like... It's like they don't even have a headstone for her. And when I first went, they would have, like, this temporary little mark that I'll say, like, the family has, I think, 90 days to purchase a, a headstone for her or something. Because they buried her with her mother. But apparently the family never purchased no headstone. Even when I first went there, I went to the kiosk and I was typing my name and said, no, uh, the person is not here or something like that, not available. 
And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I know I'm at the right cemetery. What's going on? So I text the the best friend. I'm like, yo, we are great. They was like, they didn't, she didn't make one yet. They didn't make one yet, so this and that. So I'm thinking, like, all right, they working on it. So I would go visit her, like, two, three times the minimum of a month. But mainly each month, like, go there. So it's been like that. She passed in April. I went there. For my first trip there was Mother's Day. Um, then after that, um, a little after I released my first episode of my podcast, I went to see her because I definitely know she would have been supporting me. Like, I just went like that. And I noticed, like, yo, 90 days passed, still no mark. So I, my last time I'm, I used somebody's Facebook to write on her thing because I'm not going to constantly write on her Facebook. That I'm not... Like, call me childish in a way. No, it's not even child. I don't feel comfortable keep writing on her her Facebook knowing she's not going to reply back. But I wrote, you know, just to show people, like, my reason behind that, too, was to show people, like, go visit her. Like, I don't think people visit. I don't think many people visit her, like, at all. Like, I think after the, the burial, it was just, like, deuces. Like, and I feel like there were a lot of people deaths, but... I just recently went there this past, um, what day I went? No, it wasn't, what day was that, Sunday? I forgot what day that was, but I went and the the temporary mark, not even there, her headstone out there, it's just her mother, so, you know, I, I saw somebody who went there, I think it's dope, they left flowers for her mother on the top part, and like right on the bottom where the um, the temporary uh, Mark was they left a little flower for her. I think that's sweet, but I'm not gonna do too much there because Julie wouldn't want me to. But she knew I had her back. And I'm just I, that's why I think it's so important you take care of yourself first, like always. Because these people you think care about you and stuff, they don't give a fuck about you, and that's really sucked though. So, uh, let me let me uh just. Stay on right track, but um, on a positive note, even though I'm still in a positive mood, uh, just all of that just made me think, like, you know, I got to look out for myself first. And it's not selfish you looking out for yourself first because I'm not damaging nobody looking out for myself first. Looking out for myself first so I can take care of others because I got a lot of people to take care of that I need to and I want to take care of. So I definitely use that all into the same factor. All that comes into part when I'm making moves. I'm doing this for myself, for my peoples. Like, I want to make sure that at the end of the day, we all good. So, um, take care of myself requires working on myself now. Physically, mentally, mostly, blah, 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 all that. Um, I want to kind of quick, quick segue in. The thing is funny is, um... Uh, I'm, I'm going to say an X-Factor, because she wasn't my ex, but she was an old fling, so I call them all X-Factors. If she's an X-Factor of mine, and um, I see she tried to, like, swingle her way back into my life. You know, how you doing, this and that, this and that. Now, what I've recently had done, I'll say, like, in the past weeks, to probably a month, I keep it very brief. You know how people give them one-word answers? I don't, it's not even about just being one word. It's very brief. Like, if you ask, like, how you been? Good. Where you been? 
here, there, everywhere. No, you know, just very brief because it's like you really want to keep in contact. We wouldn't be saying things like this. Like, you know what I mean? So one thing about me that I think has changed is I don't let people that have done harm in my life in the past back into my life. The most is I'll be cordial with them. And I've really practiced and I can say I mastered the art of not letting people back in. Because I used to be on some, you know, it's the past, we could work on it, you know, whatever, whatever. But now it's just like, it's the past, we could squash it if it was anything hazardous. But you not, nah, we good. Like, let's keep it cordial. Because at my life right now, I got the perfect people in my life. The family, the friends, like it's perfect. So I'm not here for all that. Let's rekindle something, hoping the negativity is gone. It's kind of like, you know, I wish you well, but you know, arm's length. So when I see her trying to swindle her way back in, it's kind of like, eh, you know, okay, I, I, I see you, I hear you, you know, cool story, sis, but eh, I'm not with it. Like I'm, I'm taking care of myself for us. That's the theme of this episode. Like, I'm just taking care of myself. That's, and by taking care of myself, I got to keep all that negativity out. And um, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, funny shit that was going on that I peep. But I like I stay out of it a lot because I don't put no opinion on stuff or nothing. And it's like even with social media, I don't know, people weird. Like, they'll... They'll like a picture of yours, but don't like you and stuff. I think stuff like that is weird, you know. Not, but I don't entertain it because it's like that's their negativity that they take on. It has nothing to do with me. And I mean, if this was like back then, I'll probably entertain. But it's like, why? It, it really, it's not good for my health. Like hating and negativity—that's not good for your health. I mean, that's. That really does cause stress. You can actually that no, this is very true. You can die from hating. Like I don't know nobody personally, but if you really do your googles, do your research, do your homework, you can. Because hating is a, is a cause of stress. All the hate in me, those are stress triggers. You can die from stress, and I don't want to die hating. Like, do you know how embarrassing that would be? To die from hate, you know how? Like, imagine a doctor pulling up to your family, like, cause of death, hating. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to laugh at that. that how do you, <laughs> yo, nigga die hating? <laughs> the hate of his blood. That probably caused cancer too. Now, I'm about to research that. Hate gotta cause cancer. It just gotta, like, Cause that shit be seeping through people's bodies. Like, nah, that ain't my, that ain't life about me. I'll take care of yourself first. Like, that's what I'm saying. That, I, that, that's definitely not how I want to die. I ain't about to die hating. But um, one thing I do want speaking of hating, I think there's some people out there that I'm gonna say don't like me. I'm gonna give them benefit of the doubt. They don't like me, but I don't know why. Like, it was a dude. Um, I recently. Um, what I still think this is annoying that Instagram does is they put this uh, suggestion for you. I hate stuff like that. Like, I hate when people suggest things for me. Sometimes they come in handy, but no. 
But um, they suggested this dude. I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, crap. Um, now, I knew, well, I don't know why me and this dude don't speak. The last interaction I remember we having was I told him, uh, he reminded me of uh, the old saying is a wolf in sheep's clothing, meaning the wolf trying to get the sheep by disguising himself as sheep to get to him. But he reminded me of a sheep in wolf's clothing because he act tough outside, but inside he's soft. And when I said that, now one, another thing I've learned throughout these years of being hiatus and everything, I think the way I come off can be too strong. And I know some people live with this. No, I'm going to be real. It's not even about being real and fake. It's just be candid with something. Not every type of opinion need to be spoken on. But my reason saying that to him was because I was I considered him somebody I was cool with. Like I used to hit him up and like you know chop it up. Yo man, we should get together again. Cause we we linked up one time, went to some hookah bar. Wow, it was real corny. But um, and I learned like yo, this dude is cool. Uh, but I think his floor his his floor in my opinion is. He's a, I'm going to say good guy. I was about to say sensitive. He's a good guy. And and that's, there's nothing wrong with being a good guy at all. I don't think the good guy role is dead or anything. But I think I I believe from my understanding the girl he was rolling with wasn't a good girl. At least not, not like, you know, she was scandalous or anything. But it was just like she wasn't somebody who was real... Reserve, I'm going to say. I didn't know her. I knew of her. And uh, basically, to make a long story short, dudes would clown him because one minute he'll be on Instagram, like, writing lovey-dovey stuff about her. Next minute he slander her. And I'm like, dude, that's that's some F-boy shit because it's like you're slander, you're lovey-dovey one minute, but then you're slander. And I always say, like, I think it's corny when dudes slander chicks that they once was all lovey-dovey and ate their butt and everything. Like, how you slant? You can't play a dog. Like, what, what are you doing? So, he, I guess he must have peeped something that she did and he was just, like, on a rant. And I said that to him, like, I was like, yo, you're you're trying to act like the tough guy and you're like a sheep inside. You know, you're, you're the wolf. You're the sheep in wolf's clothing. And it's like, you don't understand like how the wolf is in sheep clothing and the other sheep around feeling comfortable, there's going to be wolves that's going to come around you and go because wolves attack each other sometimes. So it's like that wolf going to attack you, think you're a wolf and you're just a sheep and you're just going to be fooled to the rest of the wolves. So it's like you got to be careful on how you perce- you know perceive yourself. And I'm saying this as a you know I'll say yeah as a friend like yo I'm obviously because I'm trying to give you advice so. Back when I used to give it, right? This is, mind you, like, I should have said this a little before. This was, well, I'm only very accurate. One, two, three. This is about four or five years ago. So fast forward to today. I, I didn't know we were not cool enough. I sent him a request. And I had a suspicion that we weren't. And I would have texted him, but I don't have his number anymore. Because I'm on my, like at the time... I used to change numbers a lot, and I think his his numbers in my old phone. 
Oh, I don't even think he got this current. Oh, he probably deleted me all along. But um, he freaking he denied my request. So and I and I want I purposely checked back to see like all right maybe if he if it would have opened I would have sent him a, a, you know a DM him pause. It was like yo dude like you know um is there any issue between you because that's how I be. And um, he, he denied it, so I'm like, All right, it got to be an issue because you wouldn't deny it if it wasn't. So I think I saw him. Now, mind you, this is before I sent the request. I think I saw him at the gym one time. I was too sure because I haven't seen him in a long time. I wasn't sure, like, is this the gym he go to or, you know, what he really – I mean, I'm sure he looked the same, but I wasn't too sure. And I Like, when I'm out and about, I'm not really staring at people. So somebody – like, one time in the same gym – one of my OGs, he walked by, and I didn't know it was him because I haven't seen him since I left my old job. So when he, when I saw him, when I walked later, I was like, oh, I gave him that. I was like, yo, my bad. I was working out because I wasn't really looking. I was too short. I had a question. Was it you or not? He was like, nah, it's cool. It's cool. You know, I was just like, how you been? This and that. So when it came to the dude... I wasn't too sure if it was him. He looked at me, and I was... I didn't want to stare too hard, because I do think it's kind of weird to stare at a dude in the gym, even though a lot of them stare at me a lot. I don't know why. I guess it's a gym thing. I don't know. Workout dudes is weird. I'm going to talk about that another time. But if I had known it was him, if it was him, I would approach him. Like if I, Well, now I won't approach him, because, I mean, it, like I said, there's a reason you deny me. Because it's like, now it's like... I know there's an issue. I don't know why it's an issue. And I know that's kind of weird to have that notion of, well, he not speaking to me. But it's like, in reality, I guess at the end of the day, we weren't friends. We were just two cool dudes. We went to a hookah bar. and It was probably before it was called. Though. Was hookah even popping like that? Yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was. it was popping like that. I think this is when hookah first started coming about like as a trend. So, I guess that's what I just chucked it as that you know you he, he I, I I don't have no hate no no type of dislike towards him. I, he's a cool dude. Um, I wish him well. Unless I hear some slick shit, then fuck you. If you're listening, I wish you well until I hear something negative. I ain't one of those people where it's like, oh, they wish bad on me. I don't wish, fuck that. You wish bad on me, fuck your life, fuck your mother, fuck your dead grandmother, fuck your dog, fuck everything, fuck your landlord, everything, everything you stand for. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, but that's why I said, like, take take care of yourself first, because, I mean, at the end of the day, I got to look out for me, nobody going to look out for me, not not, not to say nobody going to look out for me, but nobody going to look out for me more than I look out for myself, and I just got to remember that, so... You know, salute to those riding with me and everything. Um, but I, I tell all the people, just look, take care of yourself first. And we all can take care of each other in the same notion. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I went through in this past week. Um, yeah, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, I definitely want to just push those three people in their music out there. Definitely check them out. Kenneth Clark. Function and Asia Renee, um, definitely gonna leave links um, for you to go listen to and everything. Um, I'm about to go eat, have a little drink.
and um, uh, of course be on YouTube as I always do. But um, yeah. Uh, oh crap! It's a little cramp, cramp. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm on my phone again. I'm looking at this. Yo, if there's a lot of <laughs> celebrities. Sh- Yo, celebs are funny, so I gotta say celebrities are funny. Like <laughs> Dog, like I can't be a celebrity, I'm sorry. It's, I don't I don't I just I wouldn't be behind the scenes. I let me not let me not say anything because I might contradict myself, but I'm I'm gonna be very weary of the celebs that I meet because there's some weird ones out there. Like I'm not even gonna get into no celebrity drama, but Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me be honest. That's my time to go. You know, I'm yeah, the idiosyncratic guy, George Cruz. Um, definitely check those people out. And remember, more of this whole episode, take care of yourself first. All right. We done.